Great. So we're talking about uh, chronic mesenteric ischemia with my partners here, uh, Dr. David Hardy, Associate Program Director of our Vascular Surgery Fellowship, and Frank Caputo, Director of our Vascular and Vascular Fellowship and Vascular Residency Training Program. I'm Lee Kirksey, our Vascular Surgery Vice Chairman. So chronic mesenteric ischemia for the patient. What does the patient need to know about chronic mesenteric ischemia? What patient symptoms may are common in this patient group? It's those patients that, you know, if you're starting to find yourself losing weight, you're afraid to eat because of the pain you're having, and it's very consistent. After you eat, you start getting this intestinal cramps, and you don't know what's going on, or food fear, you, and, and, and this is pretty typical. If you start having abdominal pain that, you know, when you're being checked out, you're constantly being seen through gastroenterology or other medicine docs, this is something you might want to consider, especially if you have risk factors of atherosclerosis or cardiac of your arteries. You're a smoker, you have high blood pressure, you have cholesterol problems. These are some things that may put you at risk for having chronic mesenteric Diabetes. 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 Yeah, so that patient with chronic abdominal pain, those risk factors, we frequency, frequently see patients that are seeing other providers who haven't been able to put their finger and pinpoint what's going on. What treatments do we have for these patients? Sometimes patients, frankly, have an idea, but they're fearful because they don't know what the treatments are. Yeah, I think, I think the, and, and these patients too have been around to usually five or 10 doctors sometimes trying to figure out a diagnosis and um, get to us after someone gets a CAT scan or an ultrasound and sees that the blood vessels are blocked. Um, I mean, you know, today uh, treating these are quite simple as long as they go well, like you hope all 99% of your cases go well. With a needle stick in the arm, uh, we access one of the blood vessels and we have stenting options. Uh, if those go well, uh, patients go home the same, well, probably next morning after watching them overnight and make sure they do well. Um, and then there are open surgery, kind of our traditional open surgery in the belly. What would you tell a patient that's concerned because they had an endovascular treatment and their symptoms have recurred and they have a a physician or a group of doctors that have told them no other options are available and they should just uh, choose expectant um, waiting. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's a tough one because that may be a true statement, but I think that's something that, um, you know, if it were me personally, I would always get a second, maybe even a third opinion because this really is your bowel, your body, your life you're talking about. So um, I would always seek a second opinion uh, to evaluate if there really are no other options because yeah. there are sometimes we see patients um, that, that have been tried or that have had stents and we've done open surgery. We've actually re-stented those patients and kind of gotten them back to their normal quality of life. Yeah, I mean, I, I would certainly tell patients that although endovascular therapy is very appropriate and works in many patients, for patients with recurrence, sometimes going back to that endovascular therapy may not be the best approach in open uh, treatment, mesenteric artery bypass, for surgeons that perform mesenteric bypass frequently is a relatively safe procedure to obtain the same outcome and may have arguably better durability than that initially placed stent. And so I think that's something for all patients and patient family members to consider that open bypass is still a procedure that's commonly done that's safe for the patient and may be durable. I also think it's important to go to centers that do a lot of this. You know, um, being at the Cleveland Clinic where we're doing a lot of quaternary care, the majority, a lot of our patients are second and third opinions. And they're told no at other places and they come here and that we do have options available um, through our surgical expertise 
both endovascular and open. And I think that's the key is, you know, go to a place that does these surgeries, really see the patients that do a lot of volume, and that's the most important, I think. Absolutely, agreed. Well, thank you very much. If you have questions, our vascular surgery department is available to answer questions via sometimes virtual visits where we're able to review your images and talk to you and discuss your problem and potential treatments for your problem um, before you arrive at the Cleveland Clinic uh, to give you some consultation online. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback. Please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Please subscribe and share the link on iTunes.